What's happening, everyone? Welcome in. Final Score Podcast. Let's uh, get right to it. Joining me in studio are three members of the state championship, Oakdale High School boys basketball team, Coach Brandon Long, and two of his senior leaders, uh, Alex Hawkins and Cameron Dorner. On Thursday night at the University of Maryland, uh, Oakdale became the first Frederick County basketball team, boys basketball team, to win a state title since 1999. 23 years have passed since the, since the Frederick County boys team last won a state title. But the Bears did it in resounding fashion Thursday night, beating Huntingtown 61-40 in the Class 3A championship game at Xfinity Center. Uh, Coach, 23 years is a long time. Um, well, first of all, how much how much sleep did you get last night? Uh, very almost none. I mean, we get back to the school at, at midnight. Uh, the fans are there to, to to greet us as we got off the bus. Uh, then I pulled in my driveway. My neighbors were outside celebrating. Um, they turned out to be Oakdale basketball junkies since I moved into this new house. It's awesome. Uh, and then I have a, a young son at home. So uh, he, he got up a couple times from the hours of uh, 2 to 6, tried to work through that. But I couldn't sleep a wink anyway. I was too excited. It was a bummer it was on a school night because uh, you, had, you had to get up for work today. Uh, I mean, yes and no. Uh, it's unfortunate that the championship game was on a Thursday, but today at school was one of the best days of my life. That place was electric. Yeah, so there were fans uh, to greet you, even though it was late at night, because yeah, you played an 8 p.m. game at yep. uh, Xfinity, but there were fans to greet you upon your arrival back at school. Yeah, that this this group of, of well, everybody, seniors, 10th graders, the, the families that we have of these players are so supportive. And we got home late. I mean, the interviews and everything uh, took a long time. We had a police escort back. Uh, we got there. They were still waiting. And it wasn't exactly the warmest night, you know. Um, they were there honking their horns, you know, the air horns. It was, it was loud. I feel sorry for the people who live in the development next to the school. So you had a police escort. Well, yes. did, did you feel a little presidential there uh, coming, coming up the highway with the police escort? Yeah, coming back, they pinched us in between uh, both both officers, and uh, we got home from about Boyers Mill Road on, and it was really exciting. Right. Cam, what was it like in school today? Um, it was fun. All, all my friends came up to me and congratulated me on a big win, and like Coach said, it was pretty electric. And I don't usually like saying this, but I like school today. <laughs> Alex, what, what was the reaction in school today? Um, kind of like Cam said, everyone was just congratulating us. It was pretty awesome. I know in a couple of our classes, our teachers and stuff, would they were like clapping, giving it up for us. But um, yeah, it was pretty electric. And like Cam said, school was fun today. Yeah. I liked it. Coach, of all the great teams that Oakdale's had over this last decade, why why was this the team to, to break through and win the championship? You guys have been knocking on the door for a long time here, and, and for various reasons, either you, you fell a little short on the court or, or we had a global pandemic, uh, you guys just haven't broken through before. Why, why was this Oakdale team the team to do it? I talked about that with my assistant coaches last night on the ride home, um, and I really can't put my finger on it. There, there were some things that, that stuck out. I think... If you're just going to look back at roster construction, everybody's going to remember that Zach Thomas team. We really were. I thought that was the year we were going to get it with Coach Conley. I was his assistant then. Um, everybody looks at that because he's a D1 player uh, playing for Bucknell. Um, but we ran into a, a juggernaut of Potomac that year who had you know three Division One players on there. I think the reason why this team was able to catapult to the next level really was the team chemistry. I think it starts with these guys. Um, we faced some adversity early on, and these guys never let us quit. And we started to grow and develop in our relationship as a team. We talked about today, 
They just have outstanding team chemistry. They love playing together. They never wanted their season to end. They just wanted, really, we, when we talked about winning, it was great about winning, but they embraced being able to have one more day of practice. I was super impressed with their uh, mental and emotional toughness. You, you've been around Frederick County basketball for a long time. Why have we gone 23 years without one of these boys state champions? It's hard. In my opinion, basketball, especially coming out of Frederick County, it's it's the hardest sport to win a state championship in. The deck's kind of stacked again you against you. We take a look at um, these schools where you see uh, fluctuation. I mean, you're seeing Baltimore schools in 1A, 2A, uh, where we face a lot of you know superior talent there. Um, and, and it's hard. You need a lot of things to, A, you need to play well, play hard, and you need some things to fall your way. You know, some, I mean, we hit two game winners, you know, at, at the buzzer. Um, you need a little bit, bit of little luck as well. Um, but it, it's not easy. I think people kind of have the tendency to think, oh, you just show up and win. It's, it's not. It's, it's the most difficult thing you can do. I mean, this might not happen for another 23 years because um, it's, it's so competitive now. I mean, look how hard it was for us to get out of our region. Coach Dickman, you know, I mean, they were a, you talk about a juggernaut, a powerhouse. Terrence Morris, uh, Jermaine, uh, Chris Williams, you know, and, and Coach had a, a lot to do with that, that, that program, that tradition. And it's tough to see because I think now the, the playing field has leveled. I mean, especially, look right here in Frederick. Anybody could beat anybody. Right. Explain something to me for a second here. In, in the region, you guys were tooth and nail. I mean, you guys were hitting buzzer beaters to win games. Then you get to the state semifinals in the championship game, and you win two games by a combined uh, 36 points. So explain the difference there, and, and why were you guys able to roll so easily once you got to states? Well, that's a testament to uh, high-quality programs. I mean, take a look at Frederick, Linganore, Tuscarora, um, you know, TJ. Uh, Walkersville's had a great year. I mean, it's the, the competitiveness just amongst these teams at the county level is, is amazing. We had some barn burner games overtime, double overtime against Walkersville, overtime against Linganore. Uh, we beat uh, Frederick at their place, and they turned around and beat us at ours, uh, two-point game. We had, I mean, if you took a look, take a look at the games in terms of margin of victory, this is probably one of the thinnest in terms of years we had because that competitiveness was so – anybody could have come out. I think – with the ability to test everybody day in and day night, day and night, um, and, and at practice, it made whoever it was that came out of our region so much more prepared for that next level. It was it was unbelievable, and I think we showed that with. Look at how we played at Damascus. I mean, that place was a tough place to play. I think that really, uh, when we got there and saw the crowd and, and we came out and won, we were like, this this is going to be something special. Right. So Alex hits the game winner against Tuscarora, baseline runner. You hold off TJ in the in the region championship game, and then Cam goes coast to coast to beat Damascus by by a point at, at the buzzer in that game. Cam, did, were you guys expecting more resistance once you guys got to the state semifinals? It seemed like for two games you were able to do whatever you wanted. Yeah, um, we were definitely expecting more resistance, obviously. And I've been saying it all playoffs. Damascus was our best challenge. I think they're the most well-rounded team we were going to play in states or in state playoffs. Um, but, yeah, I did expect a lot more. Why, why, why was Damascus so tough, Alex? Um, well, first of all, they did have the number one seed, so that just goes to prove that, you know, they were definitely a good team. But they were just all really, like, sound uh, very well. I know their whole starting five, I'm pretty sure, averaged about, like, 10 or more, which you don't see a whole lot of. You normally see a lot of, like, some guys scoring a lot and then some guys not scoring that much. But they just had a bunch of players that were really good. They played hard. 
Um, and it really felt like they were like on the same page, kind of, almost kind of like us. Yeah. How about you? Did, were you expecting more resistance once you got to the semifinals? I mean, or, or did you think it might get easier once you got? I mean, I mean, obviously, when you're in the semifinals, you're gonna think that every team there is just like super good, but. I think with us being the eight seed, we had to see like Damascus and like the harder teams like earlier, and then as we got like closer to like the championship, the seeding wise at least wasn't as high. So, I mean, I was expecting maybe a little more, but I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah, I mean, you you touched on something there. You guys were the number eight seed. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't some preordained uh, run for you guys. I mean, uh, in in this tough. 3A West in this tough CMC division you guys play, and you guys weren't even in the champion, the CMC championship game. So this wasn't some, like, preordained, this is, this is Oakfield's year when the, when, the, when the playoffs started. So how did you guys respond to, to not playing in the CMC game, Brandon, and, and just respond to being that number eight seed? I know a lot of coaches were giving you feedback after you won, saying, how are you guys the eight seed? Yeah, uh, we get focused in this area in the CMC, uh, you know, winning it. And obviously, you know, that is one of our goals, but that's a, that's a short-sighted goal. Uh, our, our goal, you know, talking to these guys the whole time, was to win a state championship. So regardless if you got to play in the CMC or not, um, it, our, our focus never changed. You know, um, we've, we've been there before. Uh, look, the, the, the year prior to the pandemic, we went and we were the favorite, and uh, Linganore beat us that time as well. Um, they hit a buzzer beater. Uh, one of the Langs hit it uh, in the corner. I still have nightmares about that. But um, look, they go, they're 3A, we're 2A at the time, and they lose their first playoff game that year as well. Playing in that game has nothing to do in terms of the, to measure your success in the playoffs. You just have to be clicking at the right time. And, you know, we had a tough stretch with uh, losses to Frederick and Tuscore at the end of our season. And I think that really made us refocused. We're not just going to go through. And it's not a cakewalk. It's it, it's going to be a, a drag down, you know, ten round fight, and we got to make sure that we we play our best game, or we're going to get bounced. So I think those losses and not playing in the CMC was the refocus. Yeah, I, I'm going to ask you about what you did during the week when Walkersville and Lincoln were playing in the CMC championship game. But I I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, sure. I, I I ask about it because you guys are always in the CMC championship game. So it's sort of striking for you guys not to be in that game uh, uh, this year. We, we, we just practiced. We practiced like we normally do. Right. Um, you know, uh, joint practices, uh, try to get together with other teams just to, you know, um, go through, get some shots up, um, and help prepare other you know, players. Cause it's, a, it's a long layoff not playing the CMC. So we wanted to make sure that we were, were staying fresh. And we also did a team building experience. Uh, took the guys out to escape room, uh, escape this over here in Frederick. They had a really good time. And I think those guys, I heard them out because I stayed out in the lobby. There was a lot of screaming and yelling, a lot of laughing. And I think they got closer because of it. You, you didn't do the escape room yourself? I didn't. You know, like I would love to do it. I'm really interested in it. But for me, because I get to go back and watch them on the monitor, that's, that's more fun than anything else. Mm -hmm. Did you guys escape? Were you successful, Cam? No, we were not. Uh, you we were, were not? We were oh, no. uh, a couple clues away from getting to the goal. So, so is this a bad sign heading into the playoffs that you guys couldn't get out of the escape room? Or No, definitely not. Uh, it was it was so fun. It helped our team come together a little bit more, and that's all we can ask for. Yeah, in what ways? How, how did the escape room help? Um, well, getting, getting to know your teammates a little bit more every single day, it helps getting, getting on the court with them, like, that one extra pass you're going to make to your teammate, like, it really helps the team chemistry a lot. Right. Why was there screaming and yelling in the escape room? Uh, it was it was just us having fun. You know, I mean, times 
time's ticking. So just getting rushed and stuff like that, it was just us having fun. And, and how do you think that experience helped you guys? I mean, without a doubt, it helped us. Um, we were in different groups, but even though, like, the two separate groups were obviously kind of closer within each other, uh, we still got even closer than we had been before that. You know, I mean, because normally our relationships are on the basketball court or at practice, something like that. So to get outside of, like, that environment and to go just do something fun, it was it was very good for us. Right. At one point, Coach Long, I thought you were going to bar me from the gymnasium because the first time I, 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 I saw you guys play, first game was Ligonor where, where you had the big lead, and then Timmy Connor uh, caught fire and, and they got you. Then, then I saw you play Walkersville, and that, that was another game uh, where you, you had it, and, and, and Walkersville hit some big shots and let it slip away. And then Frederick High got you um, uh, late in game. So, so you guys, I, I was o, I was o for three with you guys uh, to start the season. So I thought you guys were going to kick me out of the gym. Yeah, I was ready to write a letter to the editor to try to make sure that we could <laughs> get these reassigned here. Right, but how do you think though taking those body blows and just going through those experiences? How do how do you think? That helps. I mean, we, we keep describing it as, you know, body blows, and I get I get the angle, you know where it's coming from, but I think that it was the resiliency in these guys. Look, they had everything taken from them because of COVID the previous year. Like, it, there's something to be said in terms of having a hard schedule, being competitive within the county, playing those out-of-conference opponents that are going to test you to prepare you for the playoffs. Look, uh, you know, Linganore had those wins where they have two losses all year, and they could have been – the one or the two seed. They might not have had the same path that we had to get to the playoffs. It might have been something completely different. So we can't rewrite history on that. But what we can say is those lessons that we learned, Timmy getting loose in the fourth, um, you know, us losing um, the Walkersville player in the corner. What's it, Bushman? Brandon uh, Bushman. Yeah, and he's, he's, a, he's a great shooter. We, you know, those are plays that stick out in our mind that we were able to fix. And that's part of coaching. You've got to figure out ways to put your team in the best – um, situation to be successful, and we watched the film, and we got better because of it. Yeah, you had some COVID issues earlier in the year too. I mean, a lot, a lot of teams did, but but you guys had to overcome um, COVID too. I, I can say this now, but I don't want to play the world's tiniest violin. I mean, we've had we had almost every issue this year. We had COVID COVID several times. We had Cameron in a walking boot. Uh, here's another one a lot of people don't know about. Evan Austin was in a walking boot uh, the week of the playoffs or should have been in a walking boot the week of the playoffs when we lost to Frederick and Tuscarora. Uh, he rolled his ankle in Coach Stein's class. So that was a little bit of friction between Coach Stein and I for about two weeks. How, how, did, he, how did he roll his ankle in Coach Stein's class? Um, just, you know, they were playing uh, a Stein ball, a game that they were playing in, in PE class. And sorry, Evan, I'm just going to go ahead and be honest. He was wearing Crocs and he rolled his ankle. You know, we got to make sure that we, uh, you know, Tennis those, shoes, those tennis, tennis shoes, shoes tennis shoes. Right, yeah. You know, and uh, he just made a bad choice that day. He was supposed to be sitting out, uh, you know, you'd get maybe do an alternative assignment, and uh, he played. But he's a competitor. He's hard kid to keep off the court. Right. Cam, you and Alex were the only guys on the team with championship experience uh, or, or big-time playoff experience from two years ago. You were the two guys. So, so uh, your seniors, obviously, you're, you're, you're great players. You're the leaders of the team. How were you and Alex able to keep the team level emotionally after you were going through all those highs and lows? Um, well, just like you said, we've had the experience, uh, kind of been through it with the our sophomore and freshman year where we had chan- well, we were going to go down to Xfinity, Xfinity our sophomore year, but obviously that got canceled. But, yeah, it's just the experience that really, that really like, helps us to help our team because 
when things get like a little hectic, we like to settle our team down, have group huddles and stuff like that, and we just communicate really well, which helps us. Yeah, <clears throat> Alex, uh, was, was it tough taking those losses, and how, how were you guys able to bounce back so well from them? Um, yeah, obviously it's really tough taking the losses, especially since most of our losses were ones that we kind of gave up when we had a lead or something like that. But um, sophomore year, it was the same thing. I used to tell them, like, we're not going to have a perfect season just because we get a loss doesn't mean we can't win the state championship. Sophomore year, you know, we had losses like Williamsport, Middletown, things that you didn't really expect. And so, honestly, the only thing you can do is just move on. It's not like you can go back and change anything. So the only thing you can do is get better and learn from it. And I think everyone understood that. Yeah, coach said you guys came in the next day ready to work. And, yeah. and, and, and you didn't dwell you didn't dwell on it. You didn't nah, you, nah. You guys, it didn't stay with you very long. No. Nah. If anything it made everyone just more fired up and just kinda looking forward to the next game to kinda take that almost like that anger out on the next team. So yeah. Right. And and you had the official buzzer beater against Tuscarora, but mm-hmm. you, but you, you told me you had two earlier shots in the yeah. season that you, that that could have been game-winning shots. Yeah. But 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 the other team, they just they just got the got the ball last and got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got one more chance, I guess. Yeah. So, so so it had to feel good to finally get that Tuscarora shot to go. Down. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, Walkersville just hitting the shot going up and then them coming back and hitting a shot right back. It's kind of heartbreaking, but to actually get that one shot against Tuscarora to count, it definitely meant something. Yeah, talk about the play. Evan tossed the ball into you and just what was it all was it all instinct or were you think did you know what you wanted to do? Um, I mean, we originally uh, I think we talked about it actually after the game. We originally set up a play like earlier with 7 seconds left or something like that to give me the ball in half court and then just I would go, but then they fouled, so he had it on the sideline. And we ran a play for either me or Cam to get the ball off overload, and I don't know what happened. Just no one was open, so I just kind of ran all the way around right to Evan and just I tried to get to the basket as well as I could. So. Yeah, did, did you know the ball – did you know the shot was good as soon as it left your hands? Did, did, did it feel like you made it? Or? I mean, it actually it felt pretty good. Even though it was kind of a crazy shot, it felt good, so, yeah. And you said you didn't even, you barely saw it go Barely in. saw it go in. Because you were fouled on the play. Yeah, I had, I had the guy, like, falling on top of me. So, yeah, I barely saw it go right, in. And, and then the next thing you know, your teammates, your coaches, and, and the entire yeah. student section, because you hit it right in front of the student mm-hmm. section at Tuscarora. They're all, they're all in your face. So. Yeah, I just, I just heard, like, the student section – Everyone's running at me, the radio right behind me. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and then two games later, Cam, I, well, you go coast to coast to beat Damascus. Were you ever going to give the ball up, or, or was the plan to, to just go all the way there? Uh, coach said he he said he wasn't going to call a timeout. I heard him, or I flagged him down, asked him if he was going to call a timeout, and he said no. So he misses that free throw. I grab the ball, and I just go. So yeah. I had I had no intentions of passing that ball. And what was that moment like for you uh, when that shot went down? It's kind of like kind of like Alex's shot where um, I go up, I jump up there, I get fouled obviously, and I, I wouldn't say chuck it up there because I did aim I did aim for the basket, but I barely saw it go in. But once once it left my hand, I it felt good. Yeah, you guys you guys were a fast starting team all season. Why did you start games so well all season? Um, we come out the we come out the gate with good energy. And we play within ourselves. We always have the confidence to come out in every game to do what we do and do what we do best, which is run the floor, get out in transition, play good defense, get first rebounds, and, and score. Yeah. So so the issue early season, mid season was just 
closing those games out. Correct. But, but then obviously you, you did it. I mean, uh, in the playoffs and to win the state title. How are you able to get better in that area? How are you able to get better in closing teams out? Uh, playing, playing a lot of close games with TJ, Frederick, Walkersville, and Linganore. Those games really battle-tested us for games like in the playoffs where it was extremely close, down-to-the-buzzer type stuff. And having that experience as two captains and two captains that were going to play or going to have the experience before, and it just, like, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> it just, like, means a lot, I guess. Yeah, have you shot the ball better than you did against Athleton and Huntingtown? I mean, you, you were on fire from, from three-point range. It seemed like every shot you were putting up was, was going in. Yeah, the whole playoffs, um, I was getting up tons of shots every every day with the team. Me and Alex were shooting, basically shooting lights out in practice. We were we were pretty locked in in practice in our shooting drills, so we worked on it extremely. Right, uh, and even though you fat you started fast all season, Alex, just getting the fast starts in the semifinals against Appleton, and then in the championship game against Huntingtown, where you guys were up nine nothing. How much did that help sort of relax you guys, get rid of the nerves, do all that? I mean, it helped so much. Just it kind of just helps your confidence to begin with, because then you're like, okay, we can really play with the team, we can really get up big, and um, I mean, no one likes to play in like super tight games where it's going lead changes back and forth. It might be exciting, but like for the players on the court, you obviously want to blow a team out. So it it's it feels good, and um, it just really helped us like to finish the game. I felt like yeah, and then I thought the growth of the team showed when. Uh, Huntingtown made a run at you at the end of the first half, ten nothing run. They they yeah. get back within eleven points. Uh, I, I think Athleton had a couple of moments. Like it, it, like did you guys ever feel when these teams were making runs? Oh no, here we go again. Or does that really just show the growth of the team and and how comfortable you guys got in closing these games out? Um, earlier in the season, I would say yeah, we would think like kind of maybe panic a little bit, but uh, as far as Athleton and Huntingtown, um, no, I think you know we've dealt with it so much we really know how to bounce back and fight against it and so we just know we have to it's a game of runs so they'll make their run we'll make ours and just got to make sure our run is bigger than theirs right coach Lee, i want to ask about the way you guys defended those those, those last two games i mean uh Atholton gets the 50 but it was it, it was hard for them to get the 50 uh huntingtown needed a three to get to, to get to get the 40 and i know you, you your goal you set goals to hold teams under a certain threshold but just those were your two best defensive performances of the season in the semifinals in the championship game, right? Yes. Uh, I thought the defensive uh, intensity throughout the playoffs was outstanding. Uh, team defense, Evan Austin on ball defense as well. Um, that threshold's 50. We have two losses in school history, and one came this year at Linganore, where both teams struggled to score. We know that we're going to score enough points, you know, 99% of the time. If we can hold a team under 50, then I like our chances. And that's just a, a number that we put up there just to motivate us. But these guys just sit down and just defend. And they they approach the game with such professionalism and uh, an enthusiasm that can't be matched. They just love to compete. And for me, uh, it was great to play the next game. I'll never forget what we experienced last night. But I loved having practice with these guys. The last, I mean, they'll tell you, we've been locked in for the last four weeks. We've had some really good practices. And I'll give these guys credit. They helped change me into one thing that I thought I'd never do. I turned music on at practice, and we started getting shots up, and I let them get started, and they they responded. It was it was interesting. Well, why did you have the no music policy? 
it's me. It's the it's all me. It's not them. It's just I'm a control freak. I like to control every aspect of practice. I feel like I need to be the motivator. Well, things are different now. Right. How do you how do you convince coach to put on some music camp? Well, uh, it was a it was a shoot around after school that we did every uh, before every game, and which was routinely now in the playoffs, and which helped us obviously. We just told coach to grab the little the aux cord from the coach Stein's office and. So what well, he did, and we played that NBA young boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, like what what sort of you play uh, R R and B hip hop? Yeah, we usually play we usually play a lot of hip hop. Hey, hip hop, okay. Yeah, it gets us hyped for games. Who, 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 are, who are the artists of uh, choice? Uh, we, we like uh, we like Lil Baby. We like Drake. Okay. Uh, we'll listen to occasionally NBA Young Boy a little bit, but yeah, we usually we listen to a lot of artists. And, and who controls the playlist? Uh, usually, usually Evan does because he's he's got the fire he's got the fire ox. But okay, you let the you let the sophomore control the control the playlist. Yeah. Um, look, I got I got I got to interrupt for a second though. I'm sorry, Trey. Yeah, it's Trey. Trey Apino who came in. He started <laughs> off with the playlist, Greg, and uh, he hooked it up to Spotify. And it had commercials. So once the commercials popped up, everybody was done. So Evan got it by default. All right. Did, did you recognize these songs, Coach Long, when they came on? Did you recognize these artists or, or no? Oh, I recognize them. These guys know I'm hip over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you know we, need to, we just need to get some more Meek Mill and stuff like that for Coach Berg up there. You know? I, wanted, I wanted to ask you about Evan. I mean, you ask him to guard the other team's best player, but you talk about the competitiveness of the team. He wants to do that. He, he wants to take on that challenge. Oh, heck yeah. I, I was super impressed with him last night. Um, I, I'm sorry, I apologize. I'm drawing a blank, but number four had 10 points at half. We talked about this in the for media Huntington, session. Huntington, yeah, for Huntington yeah. State Championship. And originally, Evan was assigned uh, to the young man that was bringing the ball up. Well, they ended up just throwing it out of his hand. So we weren't getting anything out necessarily out of that full court pressure. So Evan wanted the assignment for their leading score. Um, he said, how many points does he have? I said, 10, Evan. He said, that's what he's going to finish with. Now, he lied to me. He finished with 12, oh, but on, he gave up one. But we asked Evan about it, and Evan said, he didn't score him on me. You right, know, yeah, so there, apparently yeah. he was subbed out. So, we'll see. I got to watch the film. Right, but, but Evan set the tone for you. During that sort of nervous energy start for you guys, he sort of stabilized you offensively, too, by, by, by scoring a bunch of points early in the game. Uh, absolutely. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure who sent the, the tweet out, but uh, he apologized last night uh, about uh, – on. Uh, that he was apologized for boxing Evan in as not being an offensive threat, just a one-trick pony, if you will. Right. Well, Evan's so quick. He did a great job. Um, you know, once the offense, we got some guys uh, following their man. He got good, some really good strong rips, opportunities to attack the rim. Uh, we also got points out of transition off his defense, which led the buckets for us. These guys threw great outlet passes, and Evan, one or two dribbles uh, straight to the rack. I mean, he finished with 14 points, attacking the rim. I thought he could add a few more. Um, he had one tough call there in the third quarter, I believe, where he really attacked that call for a charge. But that's a play uh, that's super impressive for a 10th grader to make. Right. Do you, do you think Evan settled you guys down offensively, Alex? Um, yeah. I mean, to begin the game with, like, our few possessions, we weren't really getting anything. I know Kane hit a three to start us off, but, like, Evan – Really started it off off by like attacking. Everyone's kind of nervous, right? Because it's the I mean, final. I mean, yeah. Know, naturally, not not anything, yeah. Not that it's anything unusual, but just naturally, everyone's gonna be. A little yeah, everyone's got a little right. bit of like the jitters, so yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you think Evan settled you guys down on camp? Yeah, for sure. After the after the Can- Canaan's first three, um, he definitely settled us down for sure. Started off the game with 
a bunch of layups. He just he just got to the rack a lot, and it's really helped the confidence of the team. Yeah, what was it like for you to see that first shot go down in a, in a big game like that? That had to be a huge sigh of relief, right? Yeah, when uh, Keeney hits that shot, he steps into it confident, and it looked like he didn't play. He doesn't have any nerves going in this game. Like coach preaches on before the game, it's just another basketball game to be played. Doesn't matter where it is. Xfinity Center, Oakdale High School, it's just another basketball game. But but see your first shot go down, that had to be a big sigh. Yeah, it, it was a big yeah. sigh. I had yeah. a, I think my first shot, my first make was a layup. So yeah, okay. I had to get the, get in the flow. Right, but yeah, focus. Yeah. Um, Evan's a sophomore, so he'll be with you for two more years, Coach Long. And you also have uh, another great sophomore in, in, in Dom Nichols, who I thought was huge for you, especially over the course, all season, but over the course of the last two, two games uh, on both ends of the floor. He just kept scratching the surface all season, Dom. Um, you know, and he's a 10th grader. He's huge. He gets, you know, those D1 offers on the football field. I think he really came into his own, especially the last, this playoff run, the last three games. And I'm going to be, you know, perfectly honest. We're probably not sitting here if he doesn't play the games that, that he played. I mean, you're talking, he had double doubles. Uh, what was that against Damascus? He was very close uh, the game before that, TJ. Um, I mean, he grabbed some big boards. He was bloodied last night. He had to come out of the game twice, I believe, because of a bloody lip, and then someone else had a bloody knee at the time. He battles, uh, and he he has a skill that is really difficult to coach. He, he If you watch a lot of the feeds on Twitter, he had some big block shots, but his block shots, he doesn't gamble to block it. He's always in position. He has a nice straight vertical plane. He could take charges in that. He's, he's never really out of position. And to me, that's the most impressive thing. He, he We have Evan, these two guys here, Cam and Alex, and then, you know, Dominic sets a tone in the paint. He, he owns it. And those are some huge rebounds that, once again, said with Evan, I don't know how many sophomores play like that in that caliber game with that much pressure on you. Right, so so it's body control with Tom. Absolutely, I mean, he's he's a big kid, but but he but he goes straight up. He's not go, he's not moving into the, the the offensive player at all when he's playing defense. Not at all. He, he's straight, and you can take a charge even if you leave your feet. Like a lot of people don't know that. If as long as he holds his ground, he has the right to that spot, um, and he he has great footwork. I, he's just very light on his feet. Yeah, I, I imagine Dom has gotten some tough foul calls uh, th- th- this season. He's had a couple. I mean, he has been, uh, we call him uh, the biofreeze boy because after he carries a big old tube of uh, what he calls biofreeze, but to help with his injuries, he's just bruised and battled. He he has really gotten in there and banged with some 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 good bigs throughout the year. But you need a guy like that, right? You, you, you need a, a biofreeze guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think last night they made a little bit of a run, um, Huntingtown. Um, Dom picked up two quick fouls, and we went to our small lineup with Will Rodriguez, who's been great off the bench for us as well. And that's where we started to see. That's one thing we talk about at the half. They got second chance opportunities. Now they didn't capitalize off of those. They got those, you know, offensive boards, but they only had, I believe, five points all game off of those opportunities. So um, who knows what the score would have been if we're not giving them those those looks as second looks as well. Right. Cam, you guys are, you talked about it last night, you guys are confident by nature, um, but did any doubt ever creep in? Did you guys ever think you weren't going to win states at, at any point during the season? Um, obviously, in playing in those close games in the regular season that we lost, maybe in the early in the season there was a little bit of doubt, but we really settled in, we really locked in, and when we did that, when we did that, everybody on the team knew what we were capable of, and like Coach says, it's Oakdale versus the world. We're the only ones that got to believe in ourselves to, in order to win. Right. How, how do you stay confident when you're down one at Tuscarora with 10 seconds to go, when, when you're down one at Damascus with very little time? How, how do you guys stay confident in, in, in those moments? 
That's a hard question. Um, you really, it's really, just, it's really, you just gotta play. You just gotta play within yourself. Know what you're capable of. Know your abilities, and do don't do anything out of the extra, out of like the ordinary for yourself. Right, now, Alex, did you have doubt that the season was gonna end short of a state championship? Definitely not. Um, you can ask these guys. I kept saying every day that I just had this feeling. I had a good feeling, like going into the games and stuff like that. Uh, I just kept envisioning us winning. That's all I've been thinking about probably for the last three weeks. I just kept envisioning us winning that state championship. And so, um, yeah, like Cam said, close games, get might get scared or something like that. But, like, I just never had a doubt. Like Damascus, when we were down one with maybe – or, no, we were down, like, four or something like that with 15 seconds left. Or, like, I just knew somehow we were going to win. So, um, no, I didn't have any doubt. And, and then before the Athleton game, you told the guys, hey, as long as we play like we're capable of, we, we might win this game by more than people think. Yeah, um, that's just how it is. If if we strap up and play defense, I don't see how we can lose, especially when we have such a great defensive team with me, Cam, Evan, and Dom. It's just like if we can hold our own guys to, say, under 10, um, I don't see how we can lose, especially with such a great offensive team that we have. So, yeah. Right. Did you guys see a lot of zone over the season? Because Athleton and Huntingtown played pretty much strictly zone, and you guys were able to pretty much get whatever shot you wanted. Yeah. Were you used to seeing zone? Did, how, did, how did teams defend you over the course of the season? Um, definitely zone. Zone was just the main one. Uh, teams, teams here at Oakdale, you know, they think of like me and Cam, and they know how good of players we are, and they know it's probably going to be harder to guard us man, especially when we have like guys like Evan, Will coming off the bench, Dom, such a big guy. Um, teams almost are forced to go zone, and so it's just something that we're just so prepared for. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're used to saying it. Yeah. So, so you knew exactly what to do against the defenses you played in the big games, right, Cam? Exactly. Um, come, seeing Alton come out in the 2-3 zone, it kind of it like baffled me a little bit because going into a 2-3 zone just basically means like you can't guard, you can't guard a team man-to-man, and We've been going against zones all year, and we were just so prepared to go into that game like that. Yeah, because all, all you were doing, you were either getting your shot off, an open shot, or Alex was flashing to the free throw line. You, you, you just pass it to Alex, and he was going to get an open 15-footer. And, and, and you like your chances when Alex exactly. is getting open 15-footer, 15-footers uh, consistently. Uh, Coach, we, we talked about uh, these, these, these two senior leaders, obviously. We talked about Evan. We talked about Dom. Who, who were some of the other – Kanan Schmidt uh, hit some big shots for you over the course of the season. Who were some of the other guys that really uh, made, the, made the championship run possible? Uh, I want to just touch base on what you said about Kanan. I can't speak high enough on what Kanan Schmidt did this year. I mean, he shot nearly 40% from three. He was our zone buster, if you will. Um, but we just sat there and said all these names. He played some pretty good defense last night. He got a huge five-second count, uh, you know, uh, early was at the first half, I believe, going the other way. Um, he he had a tough assignment, and we always worry about giving up the paint, and he did a great job just making them really stay down and sit down on one side of the court. He was outstanding. And, and Cannon, let me just stop you there. He sure. had a big, he had what could have been the game winner against Tuscarora, too. He had a big three yes. in, in that playoff game before before Alex's game winner. Cannon could have hit, hit a shot, a three-pointer, that could have been a game winner. He's had some big looks. The first one in Linganore. We yeah. knew that there, because we had three guys out the first time, we were missing three starters when we played Linganore the first time. We called a timeout we drew up a play because we knew Alex was going to garner some attention. He got a good look the game against Linganore. It, it rattled around and popped out when we went to overtime. He's a kid that can hit those types of big shots. He, he's, a, he's, a high, he's a good ball player.
Yeah, who are some of the other Will Rodriguez has been really good off the bench. Um, I, I can't praise Will enough. Uh, that was another scare a lot of people don't know. You know, I'm not sure what the, the rules are, but, uh, you know, it, he, he's playing on with a torn labrum. He could have opted for surgery, and this is how tough this kid is. He played on it all year because he knew this year was going to be special. Um, Trey Apineau, um he is our hype guy. He gets us hyped. He talks a lot of trash at practice. He makes you want to play harder. You might get mad at him, but you bring it the next time. Nick Redman, another senior, 6'5", big, strong kid. He could have been furious because Dominic Nichols moved into our area. Well, guess what? He didn't. He, made, he, he studied with Dom, helped get him uh, acclimated with the offense, and that's what helped bring this team together. It's those types of guys. Luke uh, Akavich, um, I've been announcing, saying his name incorrectly all year, and he was too quiet of a kid to correct me, and he finally did halfway through the season. I love him. He, he played some huge minutes. We, we didn't have Dom early in the year because of Mono. There's so many things we can say, and guys stepped up every single time we asked them to. They're just relentless. Right. Have you had a chance to talk to Coach Connolly yet? I share a PE office with him every day. I talk oh, to him okay. constantly. Okay, yeah. you, you do. And what was, what was his reaction to, to what you guys did? He, he, you know, some people may be hurt in some point because of what it should have, could have, not him. Uh, he's the first one to congratulate me. He's the first one to tell me, um, give me advice when I call it, um, call him for it. Um, there's, he is selfless. I think a lot of times you this huge guy that can be intimidating, but he's actually the opposite. He's one of the most helpful and kind men I've ever been around, and he's helped me so much in my career. Um, we had a clap out for the guys as we came down to the gym. Um, we didn't have a uh, pep rally, unfortunately, with a quick turnaround. The whole school clapped for everybody, and he gave me a hug, and he was just like, let's do this. He, I think if you're talking about Oakdale fans, he's probably the biggest one of all. Right. Alex, how would you sum up this four-year journey for you? I mean, uh, freshman year, uh, uh, sophomore year, it, it, COVID hits, and you guys are in the state semifinals. Last year, we had a two-week season yeah. uh, because we're coming out of we're coming out of lockdown, and then and then your senior, then you're a senior all of a sudden, and you, and you uh, don't have a lot to show for it. Just how would you how would you sum up this four-year journey? Um, it's just been a blessing. Uh, Oakdale is just such a great school, such a great program. Um, I get to play with the guys, my best friends. Um, get to play with the best coach I've played for, and. Uh, it's just it was just it was a great time because every year we were successful. Obviously, you want success when you play, and I was just fortunate enough to be a part of those teams that were successful. So, Cam, how do you look at the last four years? Um, well, coming to Oakdale High School, being a freshman and sophomore, playing on varsity, you guys you got guys like Collinsley, Tommy Kelly, my older brother, um, guys who would just challenge you every single day to be so much better at basketball and those those are the guys who really made me like pretty good at basketball my senior year. Are, are you a better football player or basketball player? Mm. <laughs> um I don't know. Well, I'm going to I was going to Shepherd to play football and I got a I got a good offer to play both, so Maybe football. I get, I'll say football. You're, you're gonna say football. You're gonna play. You're going to Shepherd to play basketball too. Or? Yeah, I'm going to Shepherd to play football and basketball. Oh, yeah. Awesome, man. Two 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 sport athletes. Sure. So, 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 so that'll be it'll be fun to see you to, to, to do that. But just just over just all the hurdles that were on the track with the pandemic and all that stuff. I mean, that had to make uh, the winning moment in the championship game all the, all the more sweet. Yeah, for sure. Um, our team has been through so much adversity, especially this year. Like Coach said, we got. People with mono, people with hurt ankles, torn labrum, stuff like that. 
And you, you, you had a bout with COVID, right? The yeah, COVID, I had to, the I had to battle yeah, COVID. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, I had to battle a couple ankle sprains as well. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just, it feels so good to put in that work and then knowing that it paid off. Right. Yeah, Alex, what does it mean just to end your career with, with, in the way that you did with, with, with the state? I mean, you couldn't ask for something better than that. Um, I, I told the guys way before the season that I thought we were going to win the state championship this year. Just felt like we had a, such a great team, such a good connection. And so to actually just like live up to that and go win the state championship as my last game at Oakdale, I mean, it's just it's the greatest thing. Yeah, and even when the roller coaster dipped down, mm-hmm. you, you, you never lost that confidence nope. that, that, that what the ultimate outcome was going to be. Yeah, no, I stayed focused on the goal. We had one goal the whole year. That was not only to get to Xfinity, but that was to win the state championship. So you just got to had to stay focused the whole time. You guys kind of wish that both games were at Xfinity, or did, did it kind of make the final more special? That you know was, what? That, yeah. That was the only game at first, I feel like, I mean, we were all super bitter about it, but I think it just made the final even more special because, you know, we had to – felt like we were getting um, almost like screwed over once again, not getting to play at Xfinity because sophomore year we didn't get to play. But um, – we just knew we had to earn it even more, which we did, and then we went and actually won it all. So, but it was pretty good in the semifinals mm-hmm. at Montgomery Blair. I mean, you had a yeah. packed pack gym. Yeah, yeah, you had a pretty yeah. like, like electric I mean, atmosphere for the yeah. too. Similar environment as far as like fans and stuff like that. I mean, the only difference is like obviously the gym. You're playing in an arena versus a high school gym, but that was a huge gym, bunch of fans. So yeah. This is how it's going to be every year, right, Coach? Uh, <laughs> I uh, wish. No, no sweat, right? So, so, so when, when, when do you get to start working on next year, or when do you allow yourself to even start thinking about next year? A couple, you give yourself a couple weeks, right? Or uh, hopefully, I can book some open gym starting. Uh, my wife's going to be listening to this, but probably right maybe around April first. I don't want to get you know. I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, and, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, – I have the most supportive wife, and my daughter Kenley's like the number one fan, my son Charlie. They've been without a dad here basically for about five months. You know, my, my wife's a basketball widow, so I'm looking forward to take some time and being a family man and then uh, getting back in the gym hopefully around mid-April, um, maybe get some mixers going um, and just get back on, on, the, on the court. And I, it, it's kind of selfish as well because I want to see these guys play a couple more times before they leave. Right. Uh, Alex, uh, Cam's going to Shepherd. What are your college plans? Um, I broke my ankle last summer. So uh, with all the D1 schools and stuff that I was talking to, I didn't get to see me play during the live period. So I'm going to take a prep year next year at a high, you know, high-ranked prep program just so I can get that uh, this summer of AAU back. And then I'll get all just next around, winter. Just around your resume. Out a little yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, where do you hope to end up? Do you have, do you have a, I mean, you don't have to say if you don't want. But, I mean, uh, right now it's kind of between uh, Scotland Campus and Mount Zion Prep. Okay. So both great programs, both great coaches. I've been to a few games, got to meet the teams, nice environment. So um, that decision, that's not going to be made for probably a couple more months after I play a little bit of AAU and stuff like that. So but. So, so summer AAU, mm-hmm. Cam. How, how will you attack your summer basketball, football? What, what will be your priority? Um, well, first, this is the first year I'm running. I'm running track. I'm oh, doing, you are awesome. Yeah, I'm running the spring track this year, and yeah, this is my first year going to be doing it. So that'll be interesting. So you'll be in the, you'll be a sprinter, right? Yeah, I'll be a sprinter. Sprinter and, and jumper probably too. Sprinter right? and jumper, correct? Yeah, too. right. So, so you have a chance to add a couple more state titles before before you before you graduate. Yeah, hopefully, so, hopefully. Right. 
So, so what's, what's the plan for, will it be basketball, football, both uh, this summer? Or? Yeah, I'm just going to be working on, um, actually, I'm not going to play AU this season since I'm already committed. I'm just going right. to be working on my own, my own skills, football and basketball. I'm just going to be on the field and on the court working. Okay, awesome. Uh, Alex, even if you don't want to say, do you have an ultimate desti- destination in mind for, for college? or? Um? Uh, no, nah, I mean, it's not like just one school right now. Obviously, I'm going to play at the highest level that I believe I can play at, which is Division One basketball, but... um. No, I can't really say where I can play right now because I, I feel like I'm getting better every day. So, I mean, just that Division One level is where I would like to see myself. Right. So so the final buzzer sounds, Coach Long, you looked pretty confused last night. You, you were running around like a chicken with your head cut off. It, it looked like you were looking for someone to hug uh, uh, last night. I was um, the just the the I was overwhelmed with the, the I, I'm, I have nervous energy. I never sit. I you know chew gum. I move back and you're forth. Like, you're like Coach Connolly always, always. Yeah. Fidgeting around and moving. Did you get that from him, or you did, is that just? Uh, that's been me. I was like that when I was coaching with Duck McLean at Brunswick. <laughs> I never sat down. Um, it's just that's just me. I have a lot of been a uh, pent up nervous energy that I got to get out. Just the competitiveness and. Uh, it just, I got overwhelmed with excitement. I'm sprinting out. I saw that it was embarrassing. I saw the video on Twitter, like a little two-step shimmy thing. And then I come back and they're all jumping around and I'm there on my island and Alex and I make eye contact and he got it. I ran over and jumped, jumped into his lap and, you know, uh, that's the end of that story. Uh, sorry, Alex, but uh, I love you, man. I just had, I had to find somebody. Now, there's a precursor to this story. Like uh, when, when you guys won regionals two years ago, you jumped into Ethan, Ethan Reefer. Ethan Reefer's arms? Yes. Yeah, Ethan and I are very close. And uh, just, that was no hesitation in that when I was just coming. Ethan was the guy who would just bring the energy, the, the, the toughness. He was the meanest kid on the court, but the nicest kid off of it. And I just loved it about him. And I just I went right for him. He's the first one I saw. And, and that one was, so, was just so sweet, you know. Do you have faith these guys are gonna catch you when you when you when you jump or um, you know you're you're you're, you're a tall guy. I'm tall, you know. I'm I'm skinny, so these guys live in the weight room. I don't know, Cam. You could probably get a little bigger. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> these guys, they're strong kids. They work hard in the off season. You know, um, if they didn't catch me, I'd have to self reflect a little bit and maybe start getting back in the gym myself. Right. But uh, I knew he was gonna catch me. Um, one thing we I I probably don't thank them enough. Um, these kids have always had each other's back, and they've always had mine, and uh, I love them for it. I, I, I got a little emotional last night. It, it, it was hard, fighting off tears just on the sideline. Um, I, I love them. They gave me everything that they've got for four years, and uh, they've got me for the rest of their life. Right. And, Alex, you, you remember that Ethan mm-hmm. Reaper moment, so you weren't totally shocked when, yeah. when, when Coach Long – came and gave you a running leap there. So nah. you, you were you were prepared as you, as you normally are. Yeah, I was kind of ready. Just had to tell myself I had to catch him. Couldn't drop him. <laughs> what was it like when the, when the buzzer went off for you? Uh, what was going through your head? I mean, buzzer went off. Everyone kind of just sprinted on the course, started jumping around. I kind of stayed back for a second. I was just looking up at the scoreboard because I was just in disbelief uh, how far we came, how hard we played. And the fact that we beat a, uh, won a state championship game by 20 points, that's just that's crazy. So yeah, People probably thought you guys were the underdogs. Yeah, I mean, you see eight seed. Obviously, people are going to count us out. But as Cam kept saying all game, we got to let them know. Let them know about Oakdale. Right. 
do you guys did that fuel you guys being the number eight seed and, and having people saying, oh, I, I don't know if O'Dell's gonna be able to do it this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we love when people sleep on us because then you just gotta wake them up. So, right. Yeah. What was going through your head, Cam, when 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 the buzzer sounded? Um, I just yeah, same thing I did with Alex. He just looked up at the scoreboard, so did I. I just see whole team just going crazy. I just had to go celebrate with them. It was it was the best experience of my high school career for sure. Yeah. Um, Coach, the cupboard's not bare next year. You have uh, Don presumably coming back, Evan presumably coming back. So what will the future of Oakdale basketball look like next year? I think it's going to look very similar to what we have now. I mean, we are. I mean, you can't replace these guys. Can, that's all exactly what I was going to say. It's going to be impossible. I mean, they probably scored out to do the numbers probably 80% of our points this year. Um, Evan's perfectly capable. Will's capable. Uh, we have a JV team that went 17 and three. Uh, there are some guys coming up that are that are talented. I think, um, although we are going to be very good, the product is going to be somewhat different. We're going to be bigger, so the pace might be a little bit different. The sets that we run, we might have to revamp things. But I still think we have a very talented nucleus coming back. Right now, Frederick County's been ramping up too. I mean, yes. I just you playing a the strength of your region. It felt really. I felt really helped you guys because the other teams maybe weren't playing in such a strong region and weren't getting the night-to-night battles that you guys were. Absolutely, and, and you take a look at next year. I mean, one of the teams I really I don't because just because I didn't think we matched up with him very well. I really didn't want to see Frederick again. I just thought that you know Tay does a great job there, uh, long, athletic, and they play hard. And they're young. They've got a lot of guys coming back. Tuscarora has a lot of guys coming back. I think you're going to see a, a similar dogfight next year. All right. Guys, congratulations. Thanks, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, Thank you. It's been a pleasure watching you play, pleasure covering you. You guys were always uh, very gracious uh, in interviews after games. So congratulations right. and, 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 and enjoy your championship. Coach Long, get some, get, get some sleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, you might get a chance in, in, over these next couple of weeks. So, All right, when we come back, uh, we'll talk to John Cannon about the state championship game. Stay with us. You're listening to The Final Score. Second segment, final score podcast, counting down in three, two, and one. All right, back here on the final score, and John Cannon joins me now. And, John, we just had the fellows in here from Oakdale. Uh, first Frederick County boys basketball champion in 23 years, uh, 1999. Uh, TJ, uh, the last team to do it. Just What do you make of Oakdale's run? <laughs> and I got to see him against uh, Damascus uh, last week when it came down to the wire, and uh, and uh, just and actually their TJ game too, similar situation. They had all these down to the wire games in the region, and uh, plus throughout the season they had games like that, and or they played really tough teams like Newtown and St. James. So the, I just I just think they were battle tested. They they said that, and I believe it's true. And when they got to, it seems like when they got to the final four in the states, they were just clearly better than everybody else you know because they, they uh they, after being through all these fights yeah i mean how, how surprised are you that, that we have a boys basketball champion <laughs> again <laughs> it's been a long time uh yeah and we were just talking about this because uh, like i said tom dickman's patriots did it in what 1999 right. they also won in 97 
if you want to, okay, Dickman's a legendary coach. Okay, so then I was thinking, who was the, the last county team that wasn't coached by Dickman to win a state title from, from Frederick County? And that was Walkersville in 1986, which was coached by Dave Miller. So, I mean, you're, you're going back a ways it's for this. Yeah, right, yeah. And why do you think it's been so long? It's hard to say. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've had some really good teams and really strong teams. And, uh, um, you know, just as strong as Oakdale, if not stronger, and that's nothing against them, but we've had some really strong teams that just for whatever reason got knocked off. And uh, and uh, just, oh, I don't know. It's hard to say. We, we used to talk about it, right? We were trying to say why you know, we had these really good teams, even good Oakdale teams, right? Under Terry Connolly with, like, uh, Zach Thomas and Clay Connor. That was a heck of a team. And they, I get to, they got to the finals, but just weren't able to get that title. It, it, I guess it just shows how unique every season is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, your, your path matters. Mm-hmm. Who, you, who you play matters. Mm-hmm. Circumstances matter. I mean, Oakdale, two years ago, they were in the semis, and the pandemic shut everything down. Mm-hmm. So, so they have all these uncontrollable outside factors that, that play into it, and, and, and you just never know. <laughs> Oh, when it's going to happen and you can't take anything for granted. I, 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 I kind of quote Tom Dickman. I'm going way back. I remember one of those runs. I want to say it was in 97 when they were trying for a state championship. And I don't, I don't, his, his more or less is what he said is when you win a state title, he says you have to be good. He said, but also certain things have to go right for you some, at certain times. You have, you know? yeah, you, have to, you have to be lucky, too. Yeah, so. yeah. And at some point that season, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, well, we need to get into this, too, because Oakdale wasn't the only Frederick County team to play in a, mm-hmm. a state basketball final. The, the Catoctin girls uh, had a, had a – Really awesome season, advanced to the state sure. final in in one A in pretty convincing fashion, and then uh, they played a very tough and very experienced Pikesville team. Pikesville had been in the state final a couple times recently, I believe, John. You could call them the defending state champ. The reason being, they were just like our Frederick girls. They won the title in two thousand nineteen, the last last time the state held state. A state championship right the following year they made the semis and then things shut down so they for all practical purposes were the defending 1a or reigning 1a state champ that said i mean catoctin came out and took a 10 point lead on them in halftime uh their uh, pikesville's coach uh, uh michael duke said he just he did not think catoctin was as fast as they were he watched them on film and then so they came out in man-to-man and they realized they could not cover that man-to-man so they went to a 2-3 zone and then catoctin was yeah, maybe settling for jumpers a little bit here, not getting in the paint as much as they had been, or getting down on transition, and uh, that made a little bit of the difference. But it was really very, very evenly matched. And, uh, and, and even with about a minute to play, Katakin had to lead. They, they had like a one-point lead. That that final minute, it, it, the final two minutes, really, right. everything seemed to be ping-ponging back and forth, and it, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like a really exciting final two minutes. It was a very good game, very good competitive game. Yeah, Katakin had trouble getting shots off toward the end there. They had back-to-back three-pointers blocked by a, the freshman girl who also scored 20 points whose name I should remember because she's a heck of a player. and <laughs> She's going to be around for a while, I guess, for, uh, for Mike. So. Yeah, and, and just a word about Catoctin's seniors. Uh, mm-hmm. a- Emily Williams, uh, Emma Weibel. Right. Uh, uh, Paige Smith, pa- Billy pa- Gadra. Smith. Right, yeah. Oh, boy, I'm leaving somebody out. It'll come to me in a second. I mean, that's, they're probably the, they're the core ones. I, I mean, just incredible run. And they were they were a similar situation two years ago. Now, they made the state quarterfinals, They didn't, and they lost. But uh, – these girls were on that team, so they this was I mean, they were a heck of a team. I mean, they lost this year to Middletown knocked them off in the regular season. That was the only regular season loss they had. And Middletown was a solid team. And then Urbana beat them in the CMC championship. Well, we know what Urbana's all about. So I mean, that was one heck of a Catoctin team and they, they they were right there in the state championship. I mean, you know, flip a coin, right? Right. And it, it was pretty emotional. I I mean understandably so mm-hmm. in, in the post game press conference. Yeah. It's because they're they're seniors and, and mm-hmm. 
and they they dreamt of winning a state title and and, and they got within a minute or two of of of, of, right. making, of making it happen so mm-hmm. and just what 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 they meant to each other just playing basketball for so long together mm-hmm. uh, uh amy entwistle's their been coach, coach as well. been, been coaching them yeah. for a long time so very tight-knit group yeah, yeah. T- tight-knit group so so you expected to sort of see a little emotion uh like like you saw in the post-game press conference yeah, so. yeah and, and that that type of the chemistry they had really was a big part of why they did what they did this year aside you know aside from skill and and uh yeah it's a, you don't see that all the time sometimes you get like a collection of really good players and uh, they don't just mess right, and this that wasn't the case here. Right, and, and they take pride in the way they play defense. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's hard to get uh, some high school players to, to really buy into the concept of, right. of playing defense and wanting to play defense, but this Catoctin team did it, and, and, and they really hung their hat on, on, on their defense for most of the season. Mm-hmm. And even in the state final against Pikesville, it was a pretty – low-scoring game, all things considered. I think mm-hmm. the winning score was uh, under 50. Yeah, and Pikesville couldn't hit anything early on, and Catoctin's defense had a lot to do with that. And, uh, and of course, their defense, Catoctin's defense, also set up their transition. That's been their bread and butter all year. And that was working for them in the first half, not so much in the second once Pikesville went to that zone. So. Yeah, yeah, the, the zone sort of it seemed to throw everything mm-hmm. um, for a loop there in the second half. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are at the end of uh, winter sports. Uh, uh, we we got a boys state basketball. You, <laughs> know, you almost have to like pinch yourself to just, mm-hmm. to, just just to make sure it happened because we were both starting to wonder probably if we were going to retire without seeing another boys mm-hmm. uh, basketball champion in Frederick County just because it, 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 it's so hard to do. Right. And uh, I mean, you get some of those uh, Baltimore City schools and stuff, and uh, with, with a bunch of D one level players. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oftentimes that's what's standing in your path. So, mm-hmm. um, and and why it hasn't happened for tw- for twenty three years. Right. So, so 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 we got a champ, and, and now I guess we'll turn our uh, turn our uh, attention to, to um, not only all star teams, but but the spring sports season too, mm-hmm. with, with with lacrosse where Ur- Urbana boys are a defending state champ and, mm-hmm. and softball and baseball and uh it, it's our favorite time of year john where we get these like 55 45 degree days mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting down on a baseball and right, softball right. field so all right yeah. yeah baseball i mean again i mean i assume like it's very early but just like thinking ahead like i'm, I'm thinking like urbana it's going to be good catoctin brunswick right. some, some of the usual suspects and I'm, I'm sure some other ones in there as well right all right well, thanks, John, for, for uh, coming in, as always. And, mm-hmm. and that'll wrap up the winter sports season. Uh, tune in next week uh, for another episode of The Final Score as we, as we take a look ahead to spring sports. Uh, thanks to John. Thanks to the Oakdale boys, Brandon Long, uh, Alex Hawkins, Cameron Dorner, and thanks to Graham Collins for producing. We'll see you next week back here on The Final Score.